0: All right, social media family, thank you again for joining us for another installment in the series, Guarding Our Hearts, Guarding Your Heart During the End Times. Now, the subtopic tonight is guarding our hearts by resting in the love of God, by resting in the love of God. Now, those of of us in grace camp, faith camp, right? We've heard that phrase before. But I want us to kind (laughs) of dig into that and just practically look at what does that really mean? Because I can passingly say to you, well, sister, you know, if you just rest in the Lord, he has you covered. But what does that practically look like? Right. So, let's go to, now almost, let's let's go back to Proverbs 4. We're going to have this set of scripture memorized by the time we finish. Proverbs 4, starting at verse 20. In the Passion Translation. Solomon says, listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you. Pay attention to all that I have to say. Feel your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then, as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. So above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. Avoid dishonest speech and pretentious words. Be free from using perverse words no matter what. Set your gaze on the path before you. With fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignoring life's distractions. Watch where you're going. Stick to the path of truth and the road will be safe and smooth before you. Don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for it. Even a moment or take a detour that leads to darkness. Now, we talk about guarding. Thinking about that word "guard," the imagery. What's the imagery we get when we when we when we think about guarding something, keeping it safe, right? protect mm-hmm. So, like every time you see that big armored truck at the bank,
1: <laughs>
0: right, the Brinks truck, they're guarding that money. Right. And those of us who are gardeners Plants You got like fence Around your garden Or fence around your house mm-hmm. right, To protect What's inside from that elements outside right. So we talk about How there are forces That are trying to infiltrate Our heart Now especially in these end times Because I know A few lessons ago we talked We went through Matthew 24 And we looked at all the things That are a sign of the times Now as y'all know If you look at the news Hold up Matthew 24 And look at the news You're going to see a lot of Similarity Mm -hmm. Right now, you
2: can't watch the news because you, you can't guard your heart if you watch the
0: news. Ooh. That's a good topic. I'm going to pause there. As a believer, what's what what is my what is my relation? What relationship do I have with current current events? Should I just outright? We're in pay? the
2: world, but we're
0: not of it. All right. She gave me scripture. She said, "We're in the world, not of it." Let me just.
2: Listen enough
1: to know what's going on and then exactly. yeah. over so and over, that you can do your a duty. Replay,
2: God can show you everything else you need to know. So you can have proper patriotic involvement, but I can't watch the news. I feel my my peace just leaving.
0: <laughs> okay. Now I like she said I like that she said that I knew somebody was gonna, was gonna was gonna say that here, and you know and honestly for most of us that's the best course of action, right? Because you know if you think about if you sit there and watch local news from six to six thirty, and then watch world news from six thirty to seven, that's an hour of drama, basically.
2: Well, fear.
0: Right, because just because just like this this event that happened yesterday, right, with the parade, what happened? <laughs> what happened?
3: Yeah, what tell happened? Us you gotta I tell us, okay?
0: Well, and uh, well, yeah, because um, Kansas City Chiefs they won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. And there was a mass shooting towards the end of the the parade yesterday.
3: Oh wow! No,
4: did they
0: kill a bunch of people? It was no? now. It was. It was. It was. It was Thankfully, it was just one person killed, but it was like twenty, over 20 people injured, including wow. half of them with children. So he was trying to kill 20 people. Well,
3: earlier in the week was sh- the yeah, shooting Church.
0: at Joel Osteen's Church.
4: Church.
3: And the baby, that, oh, the five-year-old or whatever, I don't know if he survived or not. He wasn't supposed
4: to survive. That was like But well, that was done by a trans person, and they had written on the gun,
3: freedom from Palestine. So, and it was so... so, so that the was the news running, didn't even want to report it. Oh, they did on my computer. I mean, they said
0: that what I just said? Palestine. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. they sure did.
0: Now see so now you two within two, a couple like Sunday know? and Tuesday. Yeah. No, I mean I'm sorry, Sunday and Wednesday. Yeah,
3: Sunday, yeah. Sunday and Wednesday. Sunday. Just
0: two national events. And that's just here in America. Mm-hmm. We ain't even talking about this stuff that's going on. Oh man, you can't you, you start watching that, the whole world's on fire right now. Right. So Terry said fear. So again, if if my my mind is not saturated in what God promised, then what's the end result? if I, if, I, if I'm attending to the news, I don't even have to you know indulge in the two and three hour cycles of news that you can watch on CNN. it could just it could just be that concentrated amount. And you just and you reflect and ruminate on that stuff, it's enough to provoke fear, just naturally speaking. Now, going back to verse 20 here, look at what Solomon says. Listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you, and pay attention to all that I have to say. Now, practically speaking, let's name the ways that we can do that. Now, of course, I'm going to give you one, the easy one. It's just by reading the scriptures daily, right? spending time in the scripture, that's one. But what are some other ways that I can can put myself in the position that Solomon is talking about here?
2: I don't think this is an answer to your question, but when I do see the news, I become no longer a passive spectator. (laughs) I am very active. If they say something, I speak to the TV, I make a declaration, I pray in tongues about that, but I participate in watching the news and I don't let what they say, if it's contrary to God's will, I don't let what they say be the last word.
4: I change the channel and watch Roadrunner.
2: No,
1: I can't. I have to pray. <clears throat> because I have to, pray, cause I have I have to, to feel it. like I'm doing something to counter the garbage I'm You know, when you set up, we're talking about the news and stuff. It's, it's very interesting. It's like one of those moments where you think of something like on this day, and then we talk about it Bible study. Like, it's amazing. It's the Holy Spirit thing. But, you know, like, you know, I don't know all that, most moments. But, like, I know of a lady, mom and I both know a, a sister of ours we started at church with. Um, She Talks to God a lot, and her and her husband both I love listening to them talk because they'll be like, Yeah, the Lord will show me this or the Lord will show me that, right? And she was telling one day, she goes, I was talking to God about you know whole situation about like America and where we're at and all this. This a few years ago, she talked about this. And she said, God had shown her it wasn't about like Republicans and Democrats. She goes, God showed her like a map of the United States and said, like, it it was a battle between I think it was fear and love, or fear and faith, something like that, but it was fear. When you said fear, it made me think, and I go, see, she was tapping into what God was saying instead of what? The news. Even a good source sometimes. I mean, there's some good news sources, but we all kind of put, we're human. We put our own take on it, and, you know, I got to thinking of the day, Adam, said that, and I said, every time elections come up, I'm always sitting there myself personally going, and, and I'm not saying I'm something good or great or something, but I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at and I'm going. <laughs> My party, I'm looking at it up. the other party, I'm going, please turn to God, and this is not the way to do it. And then my party, I'm going, if you keep acting like that, I wonder if he wants to be a part of our party. You know I'm going back and forth, you know, about the, you know, looking at it, you know, from a deeper view, you know. And anyway, it just made me think, you know, what Julius, you were saying about, you know, what can we do, you know, different. And as we said, reading the word and um, talking to God. See, I guess his take, which that is his take, but,
4: you know. To see or get
5: involved and
2: you change things with your words. We have a missionary. We have a missionary,
4: have a missionary who used to come <laughs> to our home group, and she's in Myanmar now. And uh, I've been doing some research on on Myanmar, and uh, uh, they're interviewing these their kids that have joined this PDF, the People's Defense Force, and they're just trying to keep the military haunter, they call them from murdering innocent people. And these are like little kids that were Buddhist, you know, they're like eight, 18, 19 years old and they talk so sweet. And they one said, I, I watched him kill so many innocent people that I have to fight. And the one little, little dude said, I'm going to kill the pigs. <laughs> but I mean, he, he just, he just felt he couldn't do, he couldn't do nothing. He had to do something. And they're saying that the, uh, the Hauntas, uh, military are defecting now. They're starting to lose uh, so many people are rising up mm-hmm. to try to stop them. But Russia has sent in uh, planes with uh, machine guns and bombs, and they're bombing villages. They're actually bombing people's houses. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it's going to be over here. They, 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 they think pretty soon because uh, the, the men that are fighting against the people don't want to do it anymore.
2: So, I talked to, to Debbie last night. She's in night, danger over there. And she said that now they've passed a the law that they've instituted a draft for all boys and girls, 18 years to 35. Mm. So now these people are going to have to be forced to, to fight against the people, their parents, their siblings. Their, she's oh she's God. just mortified because the people are defecting and they don't have a full, full strong army and the good guys are now winning. And so that's how they're going to correct it. Draft. So. So their the government and the we people? don't hear that on our news. So we don't, you know, we're not even aware to pray.
4: Well, the government was a democracy. There was a lady named uh, Sue. Sin hmm. or something. Yeah. Anyway, shit they had democracy for a couple of years. Then after the last elections, uh, the, the military didn't like what the results were, so they took they took over the country by force again, and they're they're a real ruthless bunch. So so you just, mm-hmm. you know, but. The generals are getting becoming afraid because some of them have been killed. and You know, they're never before has this happened where the people are rising up like they are now, and these guys are starting to take note. And I saw one of the main leaders said that he wants to have peace negotiations. And I'm thinking that's coming out of fear, not not power. You
1: know, and adding to about that, just saying about you know, saying another thing to you know, be able to look at things correctly in our society and all that is. I was just thinking, knowing God's heart, you know, and things, really just knowing what His heartbeat is and what He really means. You know, even reading the word, but knowing, you know, what He means. But that course comes by
5: talking to Him and
0: listening. Okay. 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 That's good. Now, I'm going back to what Gene and Terry said. Terry was like, you know, when she she sees current events, sees the news. She'll talk back against it, and if it's something that's contrary to God's will, Mm all right. Gene said, "Turn it off," and I'm watching "Roller Runner." I get the gist of it. I don't want to hear. I don't don't want to hear all the details. Now, both are strategies, right? Now we've been practical, all right. So what Gene's talking about is a thought diversion, because remember, Solomon said, "Listen carefully." My, my dear child, to everything I teach you and pay attention to all that I have to say. He didn't say pay attention to all that everybody else has to say. All that CNN has to say. All that PBS has to say. All that the culture has to say. So if I'm hearing something and it's contrary to you know God's will and his way, then one way to guard my heart is to just turn it off. To mm-hmm. get away from it. So it's diverting my thoughts. Now, what Terry's talking about is taking an offensive stance and actually walking in the authority that we've been given. So let's go to Matthew 18 and look at that scripture. Just
2: out of, no,
5: you don't. No, I'm not no i not
2: He's always thinking I'm talking to him from the other room. <laughs> said,
4: you talking to me? Said, no,
5: I'm
0: talking to him. I said,
4: "What I'm are you saying?" I said, "Will you please speak up so I can understand you?" <laughs> <sighs> All right,
0: we're gonna start at verse eighteen, Matthew 18. eighteen. All right, I'm gonna read this in the, in the New Living Translation. Very simple. Is Jesus saying, he says, I'll tell you the truth. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. Whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. I also tell you this. If two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. Now think about that. Now, let's say me and Terry and Eric, we in separate houses, we watching the same news story. And, you know, it really strikes us. And it's like, no, this ain't right. All three of us speak against this this thing that we're seeing on we're the news. We're in agreement. We're in agreement. So, as ambassadors of the kingdom, we're in agreement. Speaking against mm-hmm. what is what we see manifesting happening on earth that is against God's will. But again, in order for us to be in a position to take that stance to respond like that, what do we have to do? You know, we have to, we have to know
1: mm-hmm.
0: our authority number one All right we we have to know who we are. We have to know who our God is. And again, we see Jesus plainly telling the disciples this. So there's power in, the, in, this, in this agreement. We don't even we could be we could be watching this, sitting in the in you know different parts of the city. Eric Hampton, Terry in Newport News, me New in Yorktown, in agreement at the same time over the same thing. But again, to be, to come to that understanding that that is something that we have the ability and the, uh, the authority, the responsibility and privilege to do that comes from what the, scriptures, what the scriptures have told us. If we had never been privy to that knowledge, if the Holy Spirit didn't minister that to, to, minister that to us by way of the scriptures, by way of the Holy Spirit and the anointed teaching. Then the natural response would be what? To look at it and say, I might have some sympathy, but I don't I don't believe I have any type of say in what's going on. So it really is is just promoting fear mm-hmm. on the inside of me. Mm-hmm. But again, you know what Terry said, that's not that the response of an average person to respond like that to you know to what's going on in the world.
2: Yeah, a lot of times you and I'll just hold hands. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's something we call forth God's intervention or just before yeah, I put we'll Roadrunner
4: on, yeah, yep. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: Well, I, I, I can't stand
4: injustice, so when I see injustice, I have to I have to make a stand against it. Turn it off and watch something else because it just drives me crazy. If I watch four. Four guys beating up a woman. I want to be there to stop it. I can't even, I can hardly watch it. It frustrates me. You know to see injustice.
1: Mom is like that too. And I'll, I'll be like I'm taking a shower or something in the next room. And I'll hear her in her room and she be talking. And I know mostly, you know, we know each <laughs> other very well. I'll be like, Jane on the phone. I know she's talking back to the, the TV or something. Mm-hmm. The uh, computer. And somebody, you know, an injustice. Like a video on YouTube or something. I'm like, oh, blame her. But she did. Like, into my mom, it's okay. I know, but that's just so wrong. <laughs>
4: Like this thing in Myanmar, when they show the military guys that are running it, they have decorated <clears throat> themselves with medals. I mean, they got medals from here to here. They got all this gold on their hat. They got things on their shoulders, and they're wa- they're so proud. And here they are, their air Force is killing babies and women and indiscriminately, you know. And I'm seeing that, and I'm thinking, if I was in that country, I'd join that if I was young enough, you know, Be- because of what they're doing to the population. I just say it's just horrible. So I have to watch something to get my mind off that. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, you know, so again, thought diversion. Yep. Your, you know, pray about God it, and
4: then, you know. and then get your thoughts on something else. So a, you
1: know, think of what things are true, and mm-hmm. honest, good, lovely, mm-hmm. you know, whatever's you know good, or a
0: good day. All right. Let's see. There go Julie. She's connecting what Solomon is saying in twenty one with what Paul said. In Philippians 4, fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. All right. Now, let's look at that, right? 22. And just then think about the love of God. Okay. Okay. So going back to my original question, resting in the love of God. Practically, how do I do that? I'm gonna go to Julie, right? Somebody told me, you know, I'm, you know, I got some some stuff going on personally, right? And I talked to Brother Candelope. Brother Candelope said, you know, brother, you know, just rest in the Lord, rest in His love for you. He got you. Now I agree with the statement. Say like, yes. That's the answer. But after he leaves, I'm like, yo, how do I do that?
2: What does that look like?
0: So Julie, how do I do that?
1: In order to rest in his love, you have to know it. It's true. And I think a lot of us think we know it. And there's different ways, God knows. It could be ministered to us. You know, I even think about um and Julius, you're probably very familiar with this group being a carousel on the right, but I know I've heard you talk <coughs> about it in videos over there live streams where Folks will come over and they'll they'll really feel the love of God out there and you know they want to teach that and stuff and they'll have folks come and go like it's like God loves you oh yeah I know God loves me Jesus loves me Because so I know and they're like whoa when they realize you know more about what God you know how much He loves them but I think it's really getting to know Him And that looks different I think for each of us you know for each different people but I would say to rest in God's love it's getting to know His love and asking God to show His love to us.
0: Mm. Okay. Asking him to show his love for me. Okay. All right. It's
1: like if you don't understand, what is it? You know, if anyone lacks wisdom, you know, it's like let him ask of God, you know. Okay. Ask him to show you. (laughs) Whatever way he may minister in a way you may not, you know, realize and it may shock you, you know. But in a good
3: way. I mean, you know, different things. Okay. Well, using the words connecting with God's love, you have to know what is the truth. You know, God... Took my God killed my baby, you know. There
5: you go. The
3: word, the word and love go hand in hand because you can't trust you can't trust and love when you're full of lies. It's true, like stuff that might try. To so let's it listen to yeah. my words, not the Baptist people <laughs> or whatever that God doesn't heal. And one of my reality shows in Miami, I was praying. I was like, Oh Lord, let me pray for her. She said she got rid of um, religion when her baby died, but she didn't go into any details. I would love to be able to talk to her to find out what's going on. So she clearly, she's blaming God, and and that's wrong, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, how many times have we heard that nonsense? So Mm -hmm. she's like, well, I... Um, completely, whatever she said, disassociated or whatever, got rid of religion when her baby died many years ago. That makes no sense. Yeah. It's like asking God to show you the
1: truth, too, like she's saying, like about his love and his character, you know, for us. It's it's like God show me because It's like, you know, we, we know what it here. It's like God didn't take, like you said, your baby, God didn't destroy my marriage, God didn't hold back this nice job, <laughs> you know, whatever, you know, any good thing. You know?
3: Well, without going in, you know, without knowing her details, I don't think she got to that mentality by herself. Um, probably, you know, yeah, something just, she heard had to have. She heard a preacher
4: saying God needed another angel in heaven. Well, she's originally so he took from your Russia,
3: base. so I don't really even know Yeah, where. I don't know where she was when her baby died because you simply have to
4: know God is good and Satan's bad and you can figure it all out.
3: But she does not have any kind of foundation on who God is. So I need to go talk to her.
6: But there's a difference between let me tell people get in the word or say the word there's a difference between intellectual knowledge and revelation Uh knowledge. Okay. So if you just get in the word and you're getting, you know, intellectual. You're going to read it and be like, eh, mm-hmm. okay, what am I going to get out of this? Revelation of which means You get a revelation of his love. It's revelation. That's the key. When you get in the word, you've got to stick with that word till you get a revelation. Mm-hmm. Not just, okay, I read it. Now what? No, you may have to read it three, four, five, six, seven, however, till you get a revelation because here's where we got to approach God. You can't approach God where it ask, "Yes, okay, this is another book." Here's what I learned. This is seed. Mm-hmm. Is Whenever true. I'm getting the word of God, I'm sowing seeds. Mm-hmm. Okay, you right?
2: I'm sowing seeds, yeah.
6: and what are seeds? Okay, so I'm watering and I'm warding until that grows, until it grows. And when it's growing, now I'm getting revelation. Now yeah. I'm getting revelation. Yeah, but you got to look at it as a bag of seeds. It's now. true
1: because. Pharisees they read it all
6: the time and they didn't you know really get it in them right yeah so when you don't you only look at the where it just okay these are just so these are just words on the page now this is seed they says sow into your heart yeah. <clears throat> okay and then like it says we study here many times the prayer of the soil it tells you yeah. the different types of soil so when you have when you have a mindset okay today I'm gonna get in I'm gonna sow some seeds I'm sowing seeds I got to water this thing. I gotta, That's the, the approach you have to take toward it. Okay, so we're talking about, okay, yeah, God loves me, but look what I'm going through. Well, I got to begin to sow seeds of find, okay, how much God loves me. This is what the scripture says. You got to meditate on that. Okay, and I'm not convinced. So I got, next day, I got to sow some more seeds until I get a revelation. Now it's like, hey, Okay, I know this is going on, but I'm convinced. I love what the scripture says. I think I'm wrong where it, it says Abraham was fully persuaded. He was fully persuaded, okay? He didn't look at his situation and looked at his situation, it was impossible. But he said, You know what? what We're talking about here. I uh, paid attention to what God said. And he said, So I'm going to stand on it.
2: It's your only truth.
6: It's your only truth.
4: I saw two guys uh, debating one time. One guy was a a college professor, a Bible college professor, and the other guy was a pastor. And the college professor, he knew more word. He knew where their addresses were in the word, Mm -hmm. but he didn't know the word at all. All he knew was the the written word. And he would just quote it, and it didn't mean nothing. And the other guy was speaking from his heart, and it it would mean something. And you could tell it meant something, and you could obviously see the difference. Right. You know, the, the the... because he had revelation. Yeah, and the other guy had knowledge, but he didn't have any revelation. Okay.
1: What else did Paul say too? He said, "Persuade it and you know, convince." Yeah, him. I'm persuaded. He right? talked about, that's it. He talked about I'm persuaded that nothing would keep it from the mm-hmm. God, paraphrase. So that's yeah.
6: good.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to Proverbs twenty-four. Proverbs twenty-four and starting at verse thirteen. All right. So Eric told me I got a bag of seeds. In my in my phone.
7: Looking for your iPhone.
0: No, I'm not looking for <laughs> my <laughs> iPhone. You're taking your iPhone now, Sister <laughs> sir Twenty-four thirteen. That's fine. All right. I'm gonna read this in a past Translation. It says, revelation knowledge is a delicacy. Sweet like flowing honey that melts in your mouth. Eat as much as much of it as you can, my friend. For then you will perceive what is true wisdom. Your future will be bright. This hope living within you will never disappoint you. Listen up, you wicked, irreverent ones. Don't harass the lovers of God. Don't invade their resting place. For the lovers of God may suffer adversity and stumble stumble seven times, but they will continue to rise over and over again. But the unrighteous are brought down by just one calamity and will never be able to rise again. Now we're talking about again, right? Resting in the love of God. How do we practically do that? Well, allowing that time to, to, to ruminate over the word of God, How I, those those love letters, the scriptures that he has given to us to comfort, to, to let us know who he is, how much he loves us, and what he has promised. And you look at how the Passion Translation, it, it what it says here, revelation knowledge is a delicacy. Sweet like flowing honey that melts in your mouth. Melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Eat as much of it as you can, my friend. Now, you do that with natural honey. It's going to mess with you. But with this word, though, eat as much as you can. So just get the analogy. Like what Eric was saying with seeds. If you have a patch of field and you dump all that seed in the ground, then water that seed, what type of harvest you think you're going to get? It's going to be abundant, right? In, yeah. mm-hmm. Now, of course... There'll be there's gonna be some spiritual moles gophers that are gonna to try to do something with their seed right but this is what we're talking about so your the whole process of sowing watering guarding harvesting all of it is a matter of relationship meditating on the word we, there, there's never a time where the word is not at the Forefront now you might not necessarily have your Bible app open every 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 moment of every day you can't you practically do that but having that scripture on your mind yeah and I know some of you know what I'm talking about when you hear something or a situation comes up, Automatically a scripture or, 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 or be prompted, right? That's the Holy Spirit doing that. But again, if I, if I don't know what's, what's, what's written, if I don't have that implanted mm. in my database, my, not my soul, then what, what, what am I giving the Holy Spirit to prompt me with?
1: Yeah. I got to think of a scripture earlier. I mean a scripture came in my mind in you know, the situation. Um, mom and I we were walking through the mall down here and it was a lot of the rudeness that goes on today where like we folks will walk by you and they'll excuse me, nothing and your way, that kind of stuff. And even like in those situations, my mom raised me, she was raised that way. Like too, and I know we all mostly hear that way, I'm sure. Um, you just automatically curtish, you now excuse me, or you try to away, or whatever. And I had a thought go through my mind as we left them all you you almost get to where you just don't care. You just don't want to do it anymore because people are so rough. You know what I mean? Like, it's, they're not doing it. Why do it? And I go, you know what? Maybe some of these people, I'm not justifying it by his behavior, maybe some of them felt that way. Maybe they started out really polite. You know, I just had this thought. And then I thought about where Jesus was telling me, well, many will grow cold yeah. because of any three fell down. And I go, I would have I would have thought of that scripture at one time as like the love of many, they will grow cold, you know,
3: iniquity, like, you, you bad people. And I go, Maybe Jesus was trying to say it's like it's the, the love of many will go cold so much fullness.
1: The love of God is not the true love of God there and it's truth, and I go,
5: Wow.
1: It just you know, kind of hit me as a revelation, yeah. You know?
6: That's good. But also we get anytime about we'll seed. Remember the scripture says it does say what seed. time? We wanna forget about the time. Part. We wanna forget about the time. You want to microwave Yeah, we wish one seed <laughs> harvest. But it's just seed time harvest. So Lord, I pray for patience.
4: <laughs> give it to me now.
6: <laughs> yeah, so there's a seed time harvest. So that period where it's growing. So we're talking about growing this revelation. Okay. Time. Yeah, have time, you know. But we wanna just read it. Bam, and then we want Oh, instantly, you know, I got it. Now, it may happen that way sometimes. There's time I read word, bam. It's just, you know, automatically got revelation. On it. But there's time where I had to meditate for a while. You know, okay, God, I know you told me to do this. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't feel it. I know I need revelation on this. I need revelation on this situation. And it don't come, you know, automatically. It don't come in three days. It don't come in a week. I mean, it may take a little bit more time. But you have to understand the time marks. How how the kingdom works. Right. How the kingdom works. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Let's go to Jeremiah 31. Jeremiah 31. We're going to start at verse 1. Okay. All right. Now, we're talking about how do we practically rest in the love of God? I'm going to pick on uh, Mary now. All right. So somebody gave me these scriptures, Mary, but I don't see how this applies to me. Okay. I'm going to read them to you. You help me understand what this means to me. Okay. All right. All right. So Jeremiah 31, 1 to 5 says, at that time declares the Lord. I will be the God of all the families of Israel and they shall be my people. Thus says the Lord, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. Israel, when it went to find its rest, the Lord appeared to him from afar off saying, I've loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I've drawn you with loving kindness. Again, I will build you and you will be rebuilt, O Virgin of Israel. Again, you will take up your tambourines and go forth to the dancing of merrymakers. Again, you will plant vineyards. On the hills of Samaria, the planters will plant and will enjoy them. So Mary, what is that? What does that mean to me? I know he said he loved Israel, but do he love me too?
4: Only enough that he sent Jesus to take your place. Yeah. <laughs> you had a death sentence, and he came and took it for you.
5: <laughs> so we're <have> asking Gene.
4: <laughs> I'm sorry, I could not. That's all right.
5: Okay, it's, it's supposed to be. All right. She'll have a
2: different
5: needs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's saying all families, of Israel We all came from the same God. We all came from this, from Adam. I mean, coming from here. Yes. I mean, he's. Okay. He just said he loves us. He loves us all. It's from all people, all families, and they should be my people. I've loved you with an everlasting love and never stops. Mm. This, speaks of, is, this speaks of hope, right? You
2: yeah, see it's someone hard. in desperation what Israel's gone through and I get God's hope out of this. Looks, this looks, is what I'm going to look ahead. Don't, don't be so tunnel vision and only see where you are. That you may you be say. where you are, but look where I'm taking you. These are my say. promises
5: for you. And you go that way and this way and that way.
0: Okay. Okay. Good stuff. And
5: he didn't try, he is saying it with loving kindness. Mm-hmm. I have drawn you. It's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm coming after you like that. Anybody this, I'm, He's a God of love. Even then he was trying to show his love. Even in the old testament, he was trying to show his love. Mm-hmm. And then like Gene said, Jesus came and it was the ultimate. So
2: it's like a constant wooing. He yeah. never stops wooing us close to Him.
7: Yeah, I was here. It
5: was that little thing I heard Carrie Pickett say uh, a couple of months ago. She was trying, it was just a little snippet on Facebook, and she said, um, No matter what you have done, right? This man, don't care what you've done wrong. He still is there. He's still reaching out. He's still caring. He's still trying to minister. He doesn't. He doesn't ever stop doing that, no matter what you do. He's constantly trying to restore and heal and rebuild and make new and and he's trying to get things to you, not take things from you.
6: Did you ever see that bumper sticker? It says, No matter what, trust God. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: I like that one. But if you if you believe or you've been trained that his love is Performance based. You're in trouble. Yeah, and you, you're not. Going, you're gonna you're gonna feel condemnation all the time. Yeah, you're not gonna embrace this. That's Because so he said, Ever, I love you with everlasting life." Okay. Well, if you're going through something, then you're gonna be like, then if you look at your life, and says, well, "Okay, well, I messed up here, I messed up there," or you know, if you've done something which caused you a calamity, then you say, "Well, you
5: know what? He don't love me anymore because." And that's what she addressed you. too I forgot she went on right. to say that she goes I don't care if you did it I don't care if someone else did it I don't care what she goes he she was just it was just a snippet though which was so good wasn't mm. it she wasn't mm. like uh, at all and she just said, "No not matter because when you said it reminded me she did mm-hmm. have that too she goes it doesn't even matter if you made the mistake he's trying to fix it he's a God of love he's constantly trying to fix he's not going like you did that I'm going to have to hold it back no, it's, he's going like, let me see if I can figure a way to get you to open up and
0: see the loving kindness. Okay, let's go. Let's stop. Because I know when I'm looking at this verse three, I'm hearing different translations. You get you you hear the word everlasting, unfailing, loving kindness, everlasting, unfailing. Those are pretty finite
5: mm-hmm.
0: descriptors.
5: Faithfulness.
0: Unfailing, everlasting. So that's bulletproof. There's no there's no failure in that. Everlasting, unfailing.
2: One of the lies that Sue was making reference to earlier, if you believe the sovereignty doctrine though how do you ever find the, I guess you can find the rest of God in the deception if you swallow the lie that he wanted your child more than you do or he needed your child more than you do. I don't know how people reconcile that. I really don't. Or if,
4: or if he gave you cancer to learn something. But mean, there's all kinds of dumb stuff out there.
2: To me, that's that's a peace destroyer. Because anybody with a mind knows God is love. But he gave me cancer. I mean, you have to twist, pervert that truth to grab hold of it. I don't know how you can have truth. I was, I was going to a Bible peace. college,
4: and the guy came out in a wheelchair, and he said, and uh, he said that he was showing us excerpts from this book he had written, and he said this book never would have gotten written, written if God hadn't screwed me into this chair, put me in this chair, and I can't get out of it. And I thought, you have lost your mind, dude. And, and we're in a big Bible college. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah. But if, and people can wrap.
6: And I'm, I'm speaking from experience. You can wrap your mind around that concept if you believe you can't question God. I can't question what He does. Like I said, if I believe He did this, then I'm. Who am I to question the CEO of the universe? And you know what it is. So that's how you're able to wrap your mind around you that particular doctrine. Well, I mean, you, you have to
2: pervert you, the definition of God. because you
6: say, okay, well, you say, okay, well, God loves me because well, if He loves me, He knows what's best for me. So you believe that that's what's mm-hmm. best for you at the time, and you think, and i and actually because I'm, I'm coming from what I was there, okay. But w- were you
2: ignorant of the truth of His word about you're free from the curse of the law of sin and death and, and that yeah. Jesus strikes? Because if you know the truth, I don't know how those can coexist. But right, see, the together. thing, but
0: the thing about that is, is, you know, you, I don't know about Eric, but though that what you just quoted being free from the law of sin and death, I didn't hear that until right. I was, you know, yeah. well, in in, the, in years in the faith. Right. That's not something that I heard preached on.
6: Because, yeah. like you said, once I heard that, then when somebody said God is sovereign, I'm like, hmm. That's when I began to say, wait a minute. Say, so where at? Yeah. Is Philadelphia, some, New, New York, saying, Boston? Where's your sovereign up, at? Some didn't yeah. make, didn't add, it wasn't add up to me because I could no longer convince myself that, you know, well, because like I said, I heard this song that came up about God's song, God can do whatever you want to do when you want to and how to because He's God. And I'm saying, well, if He's just doing whatever you want to, so when you want to, then like I said, then I said, then I like you, the question, well, where is the love
4: at? What happens, something happens to somebody and uh, they're going through a terrible time. Then something good happens because God said, I'll, I'll work all things together for good. For right. So they think that the good was God was in the beginning doing that to them, whatever it was. Right. Because he turned something around for good. He was the author of it. And, and it's just not right. the way
6: it is. But like he said, you you never hear that. You just hear, you know, okay, God is in control. And then of course, I grew up with, yeah, you couldn't question God. Who are you? Who are you? And then they use Job as to <laughs> com- affirm that. You know, when Job questioned God, and God says, "Who are you?" When I formed the seas and da, da, da. Mm-hmm. and so they use that that to affirm mm-hmm. that particular says, okay, you can't question because he's God. You he do what he wants. You can't tell him what to do, how to do it. You know. Then when he told me Genesis 1 and 26, okay. he gave you dominion over the earth. Then God tells in Psalms, okay, I gave earth to the man. Yeah. This is your dominion. You have authority over this. So if he gave me authority over this and he said this, then you're like, something ain't mm-hmm. something's not making sense. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you know what I think sometimes? And I mm-hmm. thought of this one in I'm like, you know, we're talking about here, okay, like, how can we be recognized around when God caught, you know, something? And I go, I think with some situation, I mean, there's different severities of, you know, how severe a situation is that God did allow. But I go, so, you know, such as pain or someone died or was taken away. But I go, I think God is so good at making, like, a junkie situation look good. That it would almost look like he did it, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? Like he mm-hmm. didn't cause a bad thing, but it was so beautiful how it came around. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where folks will get confused, especially if they're taught God caused it.
0: That's, that's, just as an idea. That's, that's I really a, talk- well, that's a good explanation. It really is, because mm-hmm. you think about it, you know. Because Romans eight twenty eight, you look at that, mm-hmm. and then and you know you have somebody that has gone through certain calamities, tragedies, and. Have, has come out on the other side and they have this relationship with God now, you know, it again, if, if your understanding is that God is in control of everything in the sense that he's puppeteering everything or has to give a green light for everything, yeah. then you, you, your experience, you got to conform that to that doctrine. Yeah. Right. But the thing about it is sometimes, you know, even though you may swallow that, there's still, there, are, there's these unanswered questions and you can walk around like someone with a pebble in their shoe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And instead, there, there may be some hidden bitterness that nobody else can see, but God knows it's there. Mm-hmm. But where did they come from? It's not necessarily the the tragedy or the calamity, but it's the the misunderstanding of the character of God. Yeah, God had to
1: confront me in the past couple of years. (laughs) I mean, in a loving, firm way, there was something I had blamed, and and I know the truth that God did not cause, God does not allow, but it was a situation that happened to me like um, the past couple, you know, several years, and I go, like, it was, like, probably maybe a year and a half ago, two years, God corrected me in a good way. He needed to correct me because it wasn't like he condemned me for everybody listening online or whatever, you know. He just showed me, you know, he didn't want me to keep walking around thinking that is. He goes, you blame me for this, this situation. And he goes, I don't get I don't take. I give. And I go, I would go around going, like,
3: well, God didn't really allow
1: this, but, you know, I had this, like, belief because of the situation was way too much. and very personal, but it was just like, you know, tell it. But I don't know. wow. I even knew the truth about that. And I still, you know, it yeah. slipped in, you know, the little like uh, thinking, but I'm glad God showed me this in the middle of the door. Just like, you blame me for this. I didn't do that to you. I love you. I give you good things, you know.
6: And you got to go back to, you know, one of the things I go back to the beginning is like, okay, just say, God control controlled everything. Let's go back to the beginning. I Okay, yeah, they're about to eat forbidden fruit. Okay, why God didn't just slap it out there? Why he didn't just scream down and says, No, I don't do that?
3: I like the it out of your hands part. That yeah, one's good.
6: Yeah, I mean, because if, if he's in control, exactly. why did he he's just stand back? Would he I allow it to happen?
5: That
6: because you, now you just said he's in control of everything. Why didn't he stop it? Because he could have prevented all this. Oh, yeah. yeah. This sin problem would have been an issue. That's where relationship comes That's in, true. too, though. That's it's true. Even the he could have stopped it right back say? then. Yeah. So he have it, it right would have been no issue. Been, Adam, would have been fine. We would have been fine. Yeah. Why did he just intervene? Yeah. Ain't like he didn't see it. He gave him free will. Right. Well,
1: you want someone to have the choice to love him. Right. Right.
6: to Oh, Lord, I control all. But we still say, you know what, well, he's in control. But all the way to the beginning. Yeah. We see it back then. Well, and
2: ultimately that we will get to the book of Revelation. He's in control as far as that's. Right, his, yeah. As his governmental Right Kingdom. the things but that you
4: prophesied is going to happen is the, going to happen. Right. Yes. But not in your life or my life we we have we have a uh, free, will. free will. to do what, what we But the thing that I, it seems
2: to me would cause such unrest if I really believed that God would give you cancer to teach you something, mm-hmm. I'm going to live in constant fear what if he's going to give it to me too? Mm-hmm. How could you ever have peace? Because if God took that lady's child, how do I know he doesn't want mine too? Very well Th- that mm-hmm. there's no peace in that. There's but no some people are
6: just you and like he says, kinda you have to really I guess
2: I would have to live that. Time. You just yeah, said well just you know whatever.
6: You, whatever. you have to take the case of Razarat yeah. out of it. Well if it's oh whatever. Have you
2: draw close to Yeah, you that, can't though. You, can.
3: you can.
6: You can't. Like he said one time, I think can. he did that. He said you can't, can't have intimacy with somebody. Can't.
5: somebody no can't.
6: when you have that type of mindset. No. You can't draw close. No. And to get to really know him intimately, if that type of mindset you have, you will always be standing off his whatever, whatever. Because you doubt his goodness. Yeah, that's true.
3: Trust. But um ask those people, you can't question God and say, What's gonna happen to me if I really do? Mary light- Mary did? No, let me finish. If, like at literally ask them, what do you think is gonna happen to me? Is lightning gonna come strike me? What's going to happen if I question God? They don't have an answer. And Jeremiah 30, 33, call unto me, and I will show the great and mighty no, things. So honestly, make them answer that question. What's going to happen if I question God? Mm-hmm. The worst that could happen maybe is, like me.
2: Zacharias, you'll get struck dumb.
4: Or you'll get blessed. I mean, you can't talk, right? I question <laughs> God all
6: the time. Some people believe you. Every kid, they told you, well, yeah, you strike you dead, or you get some type of punishment if you question God. So
0: yeah. that was the, and see, the thing about this that is too, we gotta you know distinguish between asking God a question and right. questioning. Right. Yes. There's, two big yes. Yes. There's two different things. Yeah. That's two different things. Yeah. If I got a genuine question, then you know it's it's in my humility that I go to Him yeah. and say, Lord, what what's going? On? I don't know what's going on. You got to help me, boy, because I'm struggling with this. That's 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 me seeking the Father for some some answers, some affirmations, some some knowledge, but questioning is a scoffer, me doubting,
3: right,
0: right. That's that's a whole different story.
3: That's right? more like in Job. That the stuff in Job was more like a judge. Well, you know, Zacharias like Mary
2: questioned, but she didn't yeah. doubt God's ability. She yeah. only wanted to understand how can how this can can be? be?
6: be. Mm-hmm. Look look at Sarah's got to it she laughed like <laughs> pretty I, bad she, yeah she laughed and said this are you kidding me? this is a joke You me tell me god won't get mad at that i yeah. tell you something and you don't laugh, laugh
0: at me and then the yeah. angel like did mary laugh yeah like i ain't laughing and then she gonna lie on top of that and she said yes you did laugh yes you did yeah. although
2: you can humanly understand Man. why she laughed right because right? it is
0: kind of complicated it <laughs> is. Right. Right, mm-hmm. but again, you know, and that's a hard thing. You know, me and you may not be able to see that, but God knows the difference between questioning, yeah, and having just a honest question.
3: Meaning, right? yeah, and then if you don't like the answer, you're going to go do your own thing. That's <laughs> the problem. Yeah, well, I don't agree with that, so I'm going to go do what
0: I want. And he, there's it. examples of that in scripture. Yeah, it is. Oh, you know, and if you think about, because see, questioning when it, it, this, it's a level of disdain with that. You look more at the Pharisees, their behavior, mm-hmm. their attitude yeah. for that. That's where you can see it.
2: But another way to find his rest is cast all your care. Yeah. Because you can't carry any worries and be at rest. So we have to learn how because I obviously so how
0: don't know how to do
6: that. Cast on your can.
0: I I take Gene's example. i pray about the news and go watch Roadrunner. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm serious. I well, I mean, he but he watches
2: yeah. boxing and I'm thinking, how can you watch that? People <laughs> are <we're> getting destroyed. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's just as bad. Just
4: don't ever right. talk bad about Manny Pacquiao when we got a fight coming. <laughs> Pac-Man. I can't
2: take it. People right. touching each other. <laughs> There's no peace in
4: that. Yeah. Those guys train. Man, they, they
6: train, and that's oh, a skill. Men are different than women. We don't care. We don't care. We don't
3: care. But I that's, cannot watch the same pride right. I just take, take it. We don't take care. Take it. <laughs> he can no, all watch all those. If you watch
4: people a real sportsman, out. when he steps mm-hmm. in that ring no. and looks at the other guy in the eye, no. he gets a smile because it's like I've been training for two years to with you, and that guy is thinking the same thing, and they see what
3: happens. I love
0: football. Yeah. Now you now you see how much exuberance we got in that conversation, yeah. <laughs> right? But yeah, but think are gonna beat people up.
3: Let it be football. But
0: that's it, though. You know, casting your care. And again, for me to even be able to to do that, I, I have to under, have to know mm-hmm. his love for me. Yeah. He loves me, so this is what he wants for me is to put it at his feet and say, it's too much for me. I, I, I need your guidance to deal with this. Give me whatever spr- instruction I need, revelation I need, but I, it's too much for me to just be rolling over in my head to try to figure out. Everybody in this life you, will go through times like that. The everybody. world
2: teaches you that you should worry. Yeah, You're yeah. not a very diligent parent if you're not worrying.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, not, you're irresponsible mm-hmm. if you're not worried. Right. But if you're not worried, you're actually walking in spirit, mm-hmm. you know. Now, somebody will say, well, how do you prove that? Well, Matthew 11. Let's go there. Matthew 11.
3: Well, Kevin and Stacey sure are quiet today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Guys, are
0: you still there? <laughs> chime in? All right, <laughs> uh, Matthew 11. We're going to start at verse... 27. Alright. Well, I'll read that in the let me read it in, the, in the Amplified Classic. Alright. Says, all things have been entrusted and delivered to me by my Father. And no one fully knows and accurately understands the Son except the Father. And no one fully knows and accurately understands the Father except the Son. And anyone to whom the son deliberately wills to make him known. Verse 28. Come to me. All you who labor and are heavy, laden and overburdened. And I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am gentle, meek and humble, lowly in heart. And you will find rest, relief and ease and refreshment and recreation and blessed quiet for your souls. For my yoke is wholesome, useful, good, not harsh, hard, sharp, oppressing, but comfortable, gracious and pleasant. And my burden is light and easy to bear. Now, I'm reading all this is like this is like against every Sunday school quarterly that I've ever read. I'm like, what in the world is this? When we talk about, I mean, everything that we talked about, you know, about the trials of life and the relationship that they have with us as the believer and how we respond and all that. This is diametrically opposed to what I, I heard. He said his yoke is easy. Now, what well, he didn't say is life will be easy. But he said his yoke is easy. His burden is light. I'm going to read that again. That that Okay. 29. He said, take my yoke. Now remember, getting the picture. The yoke. The yoke. Right? So you have two cows, two oxen, and there's this wooden thing that both of them, they, this contraption. So both of them had their heads down like this. and the yoke is over this head, and is over the head of the other cow, right? So it's binding them together. And you know, back 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 then, that that word yoke was used as you know, in in, in reference to teaching, you know, in the in the um rabbinical priesthood, right? Okay. Take my yoke upon you, my teaching.
6: More well, like an apprentice thing.
0: And learn of me, for I am gentle, meek, humble, lowly in heart, and you will find rest. Now look at the amplifier. Relief, ease, refreshment, and this this next one messed me up, and recreation. And blessed quiet for your souls. So that is the result of me taking his yoke. For my yoke is wholesome, is useful, is good, is not harsh. So the teaching is not harsh or hard or sharp or pressing, but comfortable, gracious, and pleasant.
6: And my burden is light and easy to bear. Now, some, some, may you, some people may disagree with. He said, my, my, it's not hard. And anyway, you say, okay, remember the scripture says, love your enemies. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. But again, what is it hard to? Is it hard to the spirit or to the flesh?
6: Okay, I got you.
0: It's hard for the flesh, extremely hard for the flesh.
2: Right? I've read something about animals being yoked that they would yoke a donkey and a wild horse together. And the horse would go nuts. But the donkey was so consistent and patient that it it would wear the horse out. Mm -hmm. And I can see being yoked to Jesus where we're going to fight and we're worrying, Mm -hmm. right? But his yoke is so firm. And so we're going to wear ourselves out. And you'll eventually find out what it's like to be yoked to him because he's doing all the work.
0: If I that's look
4: at
2: you, it that way. That's,
4: right. that's some revelation there, girl. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, good.
0: wow. Just yeah. think about that. Yeah, I like that. And you know how people would say, you know, I when I came to the end of myself. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: find him. That's when you find him. holding
0: you. Yeah. So the invitation to cast my care is an invitation to avoid some of this unnecessary energy being expended by my flesh mm-hmm. to try to solve things.
2: When the flesh gets worn down, the spirit can.
0: So it can. You work. can. You can even lay it down or, or let it burn out.
5: <laughs> but it's still comfortable. It's comfortable, and pleasant and gracious. So even in the middle of all that, he's still being gracious. All right. Mm-hmm. And First Peter five seven
2: is good in the amplified. It says, casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, on Him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. There's so much peace in that verse. Mm. 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 Of course, that's right before he warns you that the devil's roaming about looking for you.
0: (laughs) Right. But see, that rest is what you need to be in a position to allow him to fight for you. Because if I we jump in the way like we do, then it's gonna be then it gets it's gonna, then it then, then it then it becomes a problem. That's, yeah. the,
5: you that's know? the
1: hard part comes.
0: And I, I think about that word hard. That hard that word hard jumps out. But doesn't the scripture say that the way of the transgressor is hard? Yes. But we not transgressors. Now we may sin. But that's not our identity anymore. Mm. So hardness. Is not your lot. That's not your portion. Mm-hmm. Now, in this life you, where you have tribulation, yes, because he said that. But he said what? Be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. So if he's overcome the world and I'm yoked up to him. Then
2: and you're submitted to him, right. Which is what that verse is really saying. Submit to God first, then resist the devil. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't just resist if you haven't submitted to him, right? twofold.
0: Then I'm in a position to partake of his victory. We'll Does he hold all-
5: to the trust again? Mm-hmm. When you want to be no, able to submit to him, you gotta be go able to trust him because if you don't trust him, you're not going to submit because mm-hmm. you're going to think he's harsh. He's going to cause problems and he's like, he will give you what you need or even your desires. He'll be taking everything mm-hmm. away from you. Like, he wants you to have nothing. And the whole time, it's, I want you to have everything. Mm-hmm. I want you to have the world mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. 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 a sense. any good parent, you, know, you want to give your children everything in the right way. Mm-hmm. Just saying end the way. Yeah. Yeah. I know, verse, verse
0: 28, I definitely want to chew on this some more. When you use that word recreation you will find rest so rest is encompassing relief ease refreshment and recreation
5: so what is your is that an asterisk by
0: yeah it's in thayer's so there's a footnote in thayer's for that they don't give it to me here
5: oh darn that's okay
0: Now, even going back to verse 28, where the invitation is given, I want to read this in the Passion. Let's see what the Passion uh, reads here. Would recreation just
2: imply not working?
6: Okay.
2: Because when you go for recreation, you go for pleasure. Right.
0: Maybe it's the rest he's talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. In, okay. the, in the Passion translation, it says. Number 28 through 30 it says, Are you weary, carrying a heavy burden? Come to me, and I will refresh your life. For I am your oasis.
2: Mm-hmm. Your drinking spot where you feel yourself. Of order. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways, and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please Wow, you will find refreshment and rest in me
5: that's another refreshment
0: for all that i require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear wow that goes again that's oh my gosh that that's yeah. like early, early, almost every baptist teaching i've ever heard in my life <laughs>
6: my lord <laughs> i, I so can't important. i mean this is rough you yeah. <laughs> know eric
0: know what i'm talking about yeah i
6: know They're easy to please, easy to please. No, I didn't get that. Not out of that denomination. Oh. The super holiness. Oh yeah, the holiness. I've been a part of that That'll too. That'll
1: kill you. Oof. Dead.
0: That's you had to do a whole you lot, lot of balance. stuff in certain denominations. You had you had like, please God, you know. And the thing about it, it's not, you know, this is not said said to throw shade on anybody, but I'm just reading the scripture, mm-hmm. you, you know, and I'm looking at different translations. I'm hearing. All, what I'm hearing is is deliverance mm-hmm. from from dead works mm-hmm. from from burning myself out trying to appease God because this is what religion does. does even that lady that Sue was talking about said i'm done with religion when she first said it, I'm like well good you need to be yeah. done with religion yes yeah, she does <sighs> you need to be done with religion because religion will kill you it will burn you out yeah
5: that's what will kill you you' are burning out The passion
2: translation of that verse just made me think of what Jesus said to the lady at the well, the Samaritan woman at the well. Because he used the word oasis, right? If you drink of me, you'll never thirst again.
6: When I remember uh, hearing that man testify, the woman told him, she was like, yeah, I lost my faith in God. He said, well, good. That means you had your faith in the wrong thing. Good that you lost it. Now you can put it in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Which is what you both put it, because you had it in the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: Read John 17, 3, where Jesus refers to is as one of my favorite ever scriptures. In all of eternity, I will still say that that is one of my favorite scriptures. Jesus referred to his Father as the true God. Not just God, the true God. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to get to know.
0: All right. <laughs> Let's go there. Okay. John 17,
6: John 3.
0: Uh, In the Amplified Classic says, John 17, three, and this is eternal life. It means to know, to perceive, recognize, become acquainted with and understand you, the only true and real God. And likewise, to know him, Jesus, as the Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah, whom you sent In the past translation, it says eternal life means to know and experience you as the only true God and to know and experience Jesus Christ as the son whom you have sent.
6: I like that word experience. The God of yeah. truth. So that, you know, you can. That's what religion. Religion don't allow you to experience give It's a bunch of rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Always. Cut and dry. We yeah. yeah.
6: yeah. 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 But when yeah. you experience, yeah. Yeah. we're talking about love. When you experience the love, experience that love. I mean, have an experience with it. Have an connection said, with him. Jesus came to tell us what we
5: could do. The law told us what we couldn't. They kept us in bondage. Jesus came to set us free.
4: Mm-hmm. Sure. Read verse twenty three to a religious person. I am them and thou and me that they may be made perfect in one. And that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them, that would be us, as as thou hast loved Jesus. So he loves us as much as he loves Jesus.
0: That's a big deal. Yeah. And yeah, that's, I mean, that that's like. Can't comprehend it. Yeah. That's because I'm like, this is, you, you know, you talk about Jesus, the, the second member of the Godhead. Mm-hmm. Right. So he loves me and you. The same and your way. first question is, really? Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, why? For real? But this is what he said. And then you say to him, you know me and you still love
4: me. And when that's you go to back to
2: yeah. his original intention, it was to have a whole family yeah. for the purpose of loving them and to communicate, mm-hmm. to be a family. That was the whole purpose. It's always been his intention. Yeah.
6: And when I talk about head knowledge, that's why I said, and I do what experience. When you've experienced something, somebody talking about That's it. Right. That's right. They can all they want. They can. You may not be able to refute what they're saying, but you say, "No, I've experienced yeah. this." So too late to
5: I, tell too late, me otherwise. Too
6: late to tell me <laughs> otherwise. I've experienced this, and so no matter what you say, I may not be able to refute sure. what you're saying. Yeah. May not have all no. the the yeah, theology that, loops in and out. But I've experienced <laughs> this, so it don't matter what you say.
5: That's right. That's, you can't
6: change my mind. Yeah. yeah. I want to read that in the Passion. Verse
0: twenty-three says, "You live fully in me, and now I live fully in them, so that they will experience." There it is again, perfect unity, and the world will be convinced that you have sent me, for they will see that you that you love each one of them with the same passionate love that you have for me. Mm-hmm. I got yeah, my footnote yes. next to it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> there it
1: is. Yeah. That's awesome. That's good stuff. Great stuff.
7: Right. Um, I would just like to, um, I'm kind of stuck like Julius was on that word um, recreation. And I know I'm going backwards. Right. However, right. um, no. and we're talking about the goodness of God and being refreshed and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um And talking about previous with the burdens and everything. When I think about recreation, I think about bodily movements and a burden being released. So I think about rejoicing. I think about dancing and jumping and celebrating. And um, so I know I went backwards, but... (laughs) Nope. At the end of the day and at the end of the class or whatever, just listening to these verses and um, going over these verses, um, it makes me want to rejoice and to dance and to jump and to, um, mm-hmm. you know, because that's if, if I'm concerned or worried about something and, and then the burden is removed, I don't just want to sit. <laughs> I want to move. And so I I just couldn't let that go because I was still pondering over that word recreation. And um, I just wanted to interject that, just a rejoicing and a uh, movement. Hallelujah. And a thank you, Jesus.
2: Mm-hmm. You leave a, uh, a, dance. On a little or solve a problem, and they dance up and down
7: and mm-hmm. jump, and you throw your hands up yeah. and you just yeah. hallelujah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, sorry I went back. No, because
0: good. Good. it's all tied together, yeah. you know. And his in his love for us, that that's what he has provided for us—that place of rest and relief and recreation. That's that's what he has provided in the person of Jesus in relationship with him. And I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm thinking about what Stacy just said in the picture of rejoicing. Mm -hmm. Right. He said, my yoke is easy. It's easy. It's teaching. Right. How many times have we sat and listened to teaching that was in, that was hard. It was hard all right. now what' that sound what is that, that refer to? What is that? That's law. law is hard. The law is hard. And specifically, you look at he says, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburden. the law will put that labor and that burden on you to fulfill. Perfection that
6: you cannot mm. fulfill.
2: It's the word without the spirit.
6: Well, what God does, he mm. and under this grace, He He commands stuff, Jesus. but then He said, I'm gonna equip you to do it. Otherwise, it's like I've already Because He's already done it. Right, I've already done it. So therefore it's not like you do it for do it yourself. Mm-hmm. He's like, Okay, I command you, but now I've already equipped you right. for what you need. To do what I'm asking you to do. Right.
0: So in these life experiences, when it's time to bear fruit, then I can rest in, okay, Lord, I need you to take control of this of this situation. So you so the, the so fruit can be born in the situation. And he said that, hey, I'm I can do that through you. You just need to get out the way. Because even in and of myself, me trying to fulfill the requirement, what's gonna be the end result of that? It's failure. It's failure. Oh man. Oh here we are.
1: okay. I uh, know we can
0: just go on, and on. This is going okay. it's hard, isn't it? All right. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna read just to just just to close, I'm gonna read that that verse them three verses one more time. And then we're going to close out. All right. So just use this in your meditation time. Now, this is Jesus talking specifically to you. He says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened. How many of us are overburdened? And I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your soul. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle, meek, and humble, lowly in heart, and you will find rest, relief, and ease, and refreshment, and recreation, and it quiet for your souls. it quiet, for my yoke is wholesome, useful, good, not harsh, hard, sharp, or pressing, but comfortable, gracious, and pleasant. My burden is light and easy to be born. One more thing. In the passion, it uses the word oasis. I want want to ask Siri something. Hey Siri. Uh Uh-huh. What does oasis mean?
7: Oasis mean?
0: All right, tell me, what does oasis mean?
7: Oasis means a fertile spot in a desert where water is found. Do you want to hear the remaining one? Yes. Oasis is a trademark term. It means a type of rigid foam into which the stems of flowers can be secured in flower arranging.
0: Okay, thank you. Now-
7: You're welcome.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I got rid of her when she started talking to me when I wasn't talking to her. Like water in the- let's Let's think about
0: water in the desert, in a dry place. Really right. Well, there's, easy. there's just you know, there's, you know, you, you, have had a dry mouth before, mm-hmm. and you know what that feels like mm-hmm. when you get that, that water after your mouth been dry for so long,
1: well.
0: right? Now you amplified that times infinity in reference to what God pro- has provided for us. All right, y'all. All right, social media family, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. You know what
4: songs come through my head, right?